Hi there, and welcome to the Fall From Grace podcast. My name is Tony Doring, and I'm looking to uncover and discover the stories of everyday people facing their Fall From Grace moment and the journey that they are on. Ultimately, to highlight the resilience, strength, hope, and inspiration of their stories. Thank you for joining me today. Just a reminder to stay up to date with this podcast and on the socials. Search on any of the platforms, Stop Dreamin', Start Doring. That's with no G in the dreamin'. And hit your subscribe button on the podcast app for all updates and new episodes of the Fall From Grace podcast. Now, something that is more important than ever before, that is your mental health. It is good to be aware of when something happens or concerns you with regards to your mental health. With that said, if if for any reason, anything I am speaking about today brings up emotions, feelings, thoughts, or has triggered you in any way, please reach out to, here in Australia, Beyond Blue. I highly recommend them for their brilliant service that they offer for people battling mental health issues. Beyond Blue is an independent, not-for-profit organisation working to reduce the impact of anxiety, depression and suicide in Australia. You can visit www.beyondblue.org.au or call them on 1300 226636 or Google Mental Health Support Services to bring up local support services and avenues for you to gain access to support today. Remember, you do not need to do it alone. In this first episode, I wanted to take a moment and discuss what has brought me to this very moment today and why I have started this project. Soon, I will take you through my very own Fall From Grace, which will show you the why and how of how I wanted to turn my negative situation into something positive that could hopefully inspire and bring positive change to others and their lives, also including mine. Working on this project, I am hoping that the Fall From Grace podcast discovers the strength, resilience, motivation and inspiration, just to name a few words, from the stories of everyday people facing their Fall From Grace moment. Ultimately, to shine the light on the stories that show you when you are faced with your life's biggest hurdles and challenges, that you can get through it and live to see another day. It is amazing just how often we are pushed to our limits just what we can do and achieve to overcome these hurdles and rise above. Now, what is a fall from grace that I'm referring to? What does it mean? Well, what I believe a fall from grace is, is where an event or series of events happen and dramatically impact and change your life forever. You are simply never to be the same again. It will more than likely bring you to your darkest days that you've ever experienced and leaving you to ask yourself, how on earth am I going to make it through this? The experience of a fall from grace changes you, tests you, 
gives you the chance and opportunity to grow as a person. Finally, I hope to inspire and show others that you can come out of the darkness and into the light and that your fall from grace is purely a chapter in your book and not your entire story. to my fall from grace. I found writing and preparing for this podcast episode a very reflective but therapeutic process. I'm not going to lie, I'm slightly nervous for some reason about sharing this. I'm not sure if that's some of the shame and the guilt that I still hold around what has happened, but it truly has been a therapeutic process as I finally feel I'm in a better place in myself to tell my side of the story. Now, to give you some background information on where I was at leading up to my fall, leading up to my fall from grace, I was running a, a successful insurance and finance brokerage that I bought from my dad starting back in 2008. We, at the initial stages, had only one office and three staff based out of Mackay, Queensland, which is where I grew up for the majority of my life. In 2010, I expanded the business as I made the move to Melbourne to be with my then partner and also take the opportunity to grow the business as we were heavily dominated by one industry and I wanted to safeguard the business where possible and diversify. Over the next five years, this business grew to having office locations in Brisbane and Sydney and up to 23 team members. Business was going great. My personal life was also in a, in a similar in a similar stance. I was in a loving and supportive relationship with my partner. I had many friends and a support network around me. Life was great and the world was at my feet. On April 25th, 2013, it was a day where time had stopped and my dad lost his battle with bowel cancer. Bravely fighting it for 11 months, which was a good fight considering they gave him only three weeks from the day they found his stage four bowel cancer. It was this moment where I realized that this business was now all on my shoulders and for me to continue it and succeed ahead. It was a loss that I wasn't expecting as my relationship with my dad growing up was not your fairy tale father son relationship. However, from when I went into business with my dad, it was like we actually got to know each other in a completely different way and respected each other for it. I'm grateful that I had this time with my dad as it made us closer and we somehow understood each other in a different light. In 2014, business was beginning to change due to the mining industry downturn. It was a quite a dramatic change and just how quickly it was changing was, was amazing. I was then faced with making important business decisions to help the business survive. I was torn emotionally from making these decisions as these decisions did not only affect me, they affected the lives of the people that have helped me grow and work the business it, to the business it was today. This saw me making the wrong decisions about supporting my business financially. I was trying to do the right thing by keeping people employed and safe, but around the wrong way. Now, 
If you're wondering where I got the name of this podcast from, well, it's a funny coincidence. There is a photo of me which is featured on my blog I'm set where I'm standing on Collins Street, Melbourne, in a tailored-made white suit, bow tie, looking like a million dollars for my 30th birthday. This photo was taken on the 12th of September 2015 for a night that I called The Tonys in a room at State of Grace Bar in Melbourne called Fall From Grace. Little did I know that this room name would take on a whole new meaning two weeks from this night. My what I call fall from grace saw me from having what I thought was it all to the other end of the spectrum of losing it all. From my house, car, business, partner, family and many friends and others, it was all gone from making mistakes in my own business. 2016 was the year that changed me. It was hard to realize and grasp the fact that my life in every aspect as I knew it had instantly changed. Facing the music for the bad decisions I made in business, where I owned up to them and brought myself forward to the appropriate organizations in the financial services industry. This is where I was looking at potentially 18 months in jail for the decisions that I made in business. These same decisions I made were wrong, and I knew that. Though I felt I was personally responsible for the people that I employed and their livelihoods, which is where it made it hard for me. When times were tough in business, the need to let these people go from their jobs was the decision that I should have made, but I didn't. These same people, some who I've known for 20 years, who helped me build the business to what it was, I was torn emotionally from making clear and concise business decisions. These same decisions that could have potentially saved my business in the time that it was. Ultimately, I was trying to do the right thing around the wrong way, which when it came down to it, the financial services industry authorities could see this and that I was also remorseful and completely upfront and honest about what had happened. And this is where I avoided jail time. However, I was permanently banned from working in the industry ever again. What proceeded in the next four to five years, I could have never prepared for or see coming. My life was turned upside down, often alone, trying to rebuild myself in a state of chaos. What was hard to come to terms with was the fact that so many had drew a line in the sand with me and wanted nothing more to do with me. I tried and I tried with family members, people I have spent Christmases with, friends who I've known for many years, and no one wanted to take my calls. Never in my life have I felt so isolated or alone. I had to realize that I was on, I was in this on my own and the mistakes that I had made did affect others. And this was the ramifications for it. This has also been the shame and the guilt that I still hold in some ways with me today about this. 
I couldn't process the huge changes in my life. I had to survive. The survival mode in me had kicked in, often working three jobs at one stage just to get by. Not being able to process that change and understand it, or even if I admit wanting to process that change. This is where I turned to drugs, which it allowed me even just for a second, just to breathe and forget what has happened and how alone and isolated I was feeling. My drug of choice was using ice or commonly known as meth. It helped me initially by calming my anxiety and stresses that my life had brought on. In layman terms, it would chill me out to the point where I was able to use and be able to calmly relax on the couch or even fall asleep. After many discussions with my doctors, it was later discovered that I should have been diagnosed ADHD as a child. This would also explain a lot about how I operate and go about in my daily life. As the medication that is used with someone that has ADHD has similar effects of ice where it calms them down and brings them to a level state of mind, which is why this was having that effect on me. This is how this drug was so addictive and a catch 22 for me. As time went on, my dependency on drugs, crystal meth, grew stronger and stronger. Ultimately, it lasted for nearly five years, and so did the chaos that followed. Unable to hold down a job longer than four months, and moving again and again when I couldn't no longer afford the rent or I was behind, my life was chaos. Working for myself is what I know best. And this is why I started driving for Uber and working as a mo mobile masseur. This allowed me to make the money I needed to what I thought gave me financial freedom to be able to get back on my feet. Often working 12 hours a day, I was making quite a lot of money at the time. However, as my drug dependency was growing, I eventually was working to feed my habit. This, as you can imagine, can be a rabbit hole that no one wants to go down. 2019 was the year that broke me and brought me to my knees. I thought I already hit my rock bottom in 2016, but I realized quickly that this was my rock bottom. I was in a terrible state of psychosis, hearing voices that were debilitating and where I couldn't even leave my house as I thought the neighbours were talking about me. I can't begin to tell you how it feels when you are standing at your front door, unable to open it because you are thinking that this is all literally happening and hearing these voices as clear as I am talking now, that that was actually happening. It was frightening and the scariest thing I have ever experienced. 
I was making poor choices in life and often shutting people out or away as I was embarrassed about what I had become. Feeling completely lost and out of control with my drug use, I was basically using to function in everyday life. It led me to a path where suicide was looking to be an option because I simply wanted out and I couldn't face this life anymore. But on a day in June 2019, where I was looking to make that choice, I remember talking to myself and trying to hang on to some glimmer of hope. And something had come over me. And somehow the thought entered my mind. This is simply how my story is not to end. It made me reach for my phone and call a friend. Moments later, I am in hospital. After experiencing what looked like an overdose on ice. And this had started the process in getting help for me finally. Just a few months later, in July 2019, I enter a three-month residential rehab that I couldn't believe this is where I was at, but realized that this is where I can change my life. This three-month period allowed me to reset and process how I was doing and make positive changes in my life for good. I finally was in a place that forced me to deal with the truth of what has happened in my life and also to work on myself. I can honestly say that leaving rehab, I was a changed man and I felt for the first time in five years that I now have my life back and I'm stronger than ever before. Twenty twenty was the year that opened my eyes. This was simply done by knowing that I can do things and achieve things without a dependency on drugs. It's nothing short of amazing, just how when you take time out to work on yourself and put the thing the right things in place, just what you can achieve and accomplish in your life. I found myself in twenty twenty with a stable home, job support network, friends, my amazing mum, and some of my other family, which is still a work in progress, if you get what I mean. And a loving and supportive partner. 2020 has opened my eyes and been able to finally discover my passion and purpose in life, which I've been dying to find out for the last five years as I felt so lost and a bag in the wind. This has led me to study and to be soon a qualified counsellor and life coach. I sit back and take a moment to think where I am heading now in life and that this whole experience of my fall from grace was for a higher purpose. If somehow my story and experiences can help others who are either heading down a similar road, are on that road, 
even just to be able to empathize with someone about the struggles of what life may bring or even to inspire others to make changes in their life and deal with things, then this is all worth it. It has to be said that throughout my fall from grace, I've met some pretty amazing and supportive people that often that I've met by chance or when I think about it, that we were meant to meet for a reason. These people are the ones that stood by me, offered support, inspired me and helped me navigate what I was going through. And I'm truly forever grateful as in many cases, I wouldn't be where I am today without them. Just to give you a couple of examples, this was meeting a lawyer who I was driving to the airport in my Uber who helped me navigate my bankruptcy proceedings. Or a friend who I only knew for like five seconds let me stay on his couch for six weeks after my separation from my partner as I had nowhere to live. Also to the unexpected people who were just there for me when I needed someone. Someone I need to make a special mention to is my partner now, Roger. Three days into meeting him, we had an open and frank conversation about what we want in the relationship. I went first and said, honestly, and when things get tough, you don't run. I proceeded to tell him that I do have a problem with my drug use at this time when we met back in 2018 and that I was trying to figure this out but also gave him the option that if this was too much for you to leave now. But this amazing man stood by me every step of the way. And we met when I was at my worst about a year before going into rehab. He even came and saw me every day when I was in rehab, no matter what he had on, he wanted to make sure I knew I was not al alone in this. I am forever grateful for having him in my life as he has helped me come back to life. 2021 is where I feel I'm coming back. I'm excited for 2021 as I feel this is, will be a very defining moment in my life where my passion and purpose will look to make its mark as stop dreaming, start doing as a counselor and life coach and begin to write a new chapter in my life, which starts from the fall from grace into unsure of what the title of it is yet, but something amazing, I'm sure. Finally, it should be said that I now have reached a place in time where I can honestly say I am grateful for the experience that I have had over the past five years. As my fall from grace, I've learned through this time that this is not my story or that it defines me. It purely is a chapter of Tony Doring. And never in my wildest dreams did I ever think I would say that honestly because of the heartache and pain that I experience. But it honestly truly has changed me for the better and I've grown as a person. For sure, things could be different for me today if I didn't make certain choices. 
but the fact of the matter is that I did make those choices and I cannot change that. What I can do and control is how I react to the change and manage that impact of that change in my life and use it as an opportunity to learn and grow from. I see myself someone now very present in the moment, not taking things for granted and appreciating things in life. My life before, everything was at my fingertips and my appreciation for that was minimal as it was always there. Now I'm in a place where things take time to make happen and work towards. For example, going shopping or taking a holiday or a break away for the weekend. I appreciate it so much more in a deeper way than I ever have before because I've had to work hard, sacrifice things, which in turn makes me take a moment and really take it all in. I used to believe having many people around me, no matter whether in my personal or professional life, was what a good support network was built on. Though I learned from losing it all, it was the unexpected people that were there for me in a time of need. And I should treasure those friendships and relationships where there is a genuine connection and not because of what I had or how much money I had or what I brought to the table. I must say it was very hard for me to trust and open up to new connections with people. Often made me ask the question, why do you want to even know me or be friends with me? as I felt cut out and isolated from many people because of losing it all. So it was a strange feeling that people genuinely wanted to know me for me and for not what I had. There is so much truth in the saying, friendships are about quality, not quantity. And this is something I treasure and appreciate now on so many levels. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time out of your day and listening to today's episode of the Fall From Grace podcast. If for any reason anything I have spoken about today has brought up emotions, feelings, thoughts, or triggered you in any way, as I mentioned at the start of this podcast, please reach out to Beyond Blue. You can reach them on either their website, beyondblue.org.au, or give them a call on 1300 224636. Or Google mental health support services to bring up your local support services and avenues for you to gain access to support today. You simply do not need to do this alone. Please also reach out to me on any of the socials by searching Stop Dreaming Start Doring or send me an email to Tony at stopdreamingstartdoring.com. Listen out for upcoming episodes, and if you know someone or you are that someone who has had a fall from grace moment and would like to be a part of this project, please reach out, and I would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening.